Campbell, and this is Simply Sex. Hello, hello, hello. This is Polly Campbell, and you're listening to Polly Campbell Simply Said, the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy. And today we're talking about success. What does it mean to be a success? What does that even look like? This is a topic we've been discussing a lot with our daughter, who is now in high school. She's a sophomore. And we're talking about colleges and SAT scores and careers and income and people who are, what do they say now, TikTok famous or YouTube famous? What does that even mean? And does fame equal success? I, I think it's interesting. I, I no longer know exactly what success is. I have some idea about how we measure it as a culture. I know what I think of a success is in my own life. But I no longer think there's a u- universal definition of that word. I think the most essential and important thing is that we know what it means for us. What does it look like in our own lives? I used to think I knew what it meant to be a success when I was 23 and knew everything. And the bummer about that is the older I get now, the more I realize I know nothing. For most people, I think success implies money and a good job and clean clothes, a sense of material wealth and stability. But does that mean we're not successful if we don't make a lot of money? Does it mean we're not successful if our body is sick or if we drive a crappy car or if we've been divorced or bankrupt or homeless? Does that mean that we are not successful? And that's what we're going to talk about today because I think the answer to that depends. I think success, like most things in life, is wholly dependent on how we define it. It depends on the story we tell. I mean, I've written four books. Am I unsuccessful because my books have not yet been bestsellers? No, not in my opinion. My goal was never to have a bestseller. I'd love to have that, of course. That would be fun. That would be an experience I'd enjoy. But my goal was to write the best book I could, one that would add value to those who read it. Whether it becomes a bestseller or not is dependent on scores of factors, most of which I can't control. What can I control? I can control that I wrote the best book I could, you recharge, and I put it out in the world through Mango Publishing. I can control that, but I can't make you go to the store and buy 300,000 copies, right? So once I wrote the book, the rest of that bestsellerdom, what happens next is up to scores of factors I can't control. So If we base our success and our sense of success on external factors, then more likely than not, we will be unsuccessful in our lives. If we define success on how the world perceives us, it's going to be very difficult to make for a successful life. Right? That's not a good idea because nobody else knows what we value. Nobody else knows what makes us feel good or adds meaning. And those qualities, in my mind, are what determine whether we feel successful in our lives 
or not. For example, you can have a ton of career acclaim, big money, fancy cars, but if you don't like what you are doing 12 hours a day, you might not feel like it's success. Don't let others write your story of success. We make our own story. We define success the way we want it to look in our lives. Okay, I looked it up in the dictionary and I was surprised about what I found as far as the Webster's dictionary definition. Okay, they define success as the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. That's pretty general. It doesn't say anything about income or money or looks or beauty or friends or meaning. Another definition defines success as the good or bad outcome of an undertaking. The good or bad outcome of an undertaking. And scholars say success is this. When you look at the research, they define it as this. Success is the state or condition of meeting a defined range of expectations. It may be viewed as the opposite of failure. The criteria for success depends on context and may be relative to a particular observer or a belief system. Right, so there's the external thing. How you view my career progress, how you determine whether writing books is a success or not, does not have to impact how I view my success. But too often we get into this. So today I'm going to define my own measure of success. Not how you see me, not how the world perceives me. And I think we all need to do this because we know that how we think about things impacts how we live our lives. So define your own degree of success. Don't let the world do it for you. Make your own measure of success and then work to live up to that, okay? So here are some things to think about. And here are some things I've been thinking about in these discussions with our daughter and writing about lately. You know, often we get out of college and we've gotten to the fancy school. We've gotten the great grades. You know, I worked really hard and I got excellent grades in college and I felt like I was a success. What does that have to do with anything, good grades? I mean, now, 30 years out, it matters not at all. So that was an arbitrary measure. I felt like I was a success because I was getting good grades. Now I would tell you that a successful person in college is one who grows as an individual and learns a whole lot, not just in academics, right? Now, the grades did indicate that I was learning, and I did learn a lot in college, but I measured it all wrong. And there were at least a couple of years in college that I wasn't all that happy, stressed out of my mind. So was that a successful experience? Was I a success in college? Yes, by my measures, I was. But for a long time, I was basing my college success on the appearance, the external factors. That does not make for a success. 
right? You see how I'm thinking about this? Now, again, the key is for you to think about it however you want. We don't need to fit some society standard of what success is. In fact, research tells us that the people that are a so-called cultural success, the ones with um, fame, perhaps, money, a fancy house, fancy cars, great job, the people that from outside in look like a great success tend to be less happy than people that don't have all that stuff. So what is it we want? Do we want the feeling or do we want the external trappings? Now, I'll tell you what, I want a certain amount of income because that brings some security and some freedom and some stability. So being broke, which I've been for a long time, does not make me feel successful because the way I define success is to have freedom. And it takes some money to be able to pick and choose the work I do and the places I go and the places I eat and so forth. So for me personally, I want to have enough money to do those things. And that's why I'm working, right? But I don't need to be rich. I don't need the biggest house to feel like a success per my own standard. But the question to you is how do you define your success? What does it mean to you? Here are some things to think about. So here's a question to consider as we go through this process. Can we get over this public cultural definition of what success means? Can we get over the model that is built around money and power and fame and celebrity, right? Often we look at money and job status and power as the markings of success. And we go after that. And if we don't get all of that, which we never do because there's never enough of that, right? If we don't get all of that, then we feel like we are unsuccessful. The fact is the people who charge after those pursuits, those that get them tend to be unhappier than the rest of us. So can we avoid comparing ourselves to others and rewrite our own definition of success for our lives based on our achievements, based on the things that matter to us, whether anybody gives a rip or not, right? Not everybody wants to write a book. That's cool. I wanted to write a book. For me, there was a certain amount of career success that was dependent on whether or not I would write a book. Now, I didn't even build that around my need to publish a book. I wanted to publish a book, and I'm glad I have, and I hope to do more. But again, publishing a book is dependent on a lot of external factors, most of which I do not control. So if I weighted my success on how many other people publish books, comparing myself to others, or whether I published a book or not, then there's a high likelihood I would spend my life feeling unsuccessful. It's difficult to get a book published. So what I did was look at terms of what I wanted to create in my life, the experiences I wanted to have that had nothing to do with anyone else. I stopped comparing myself on my best days. That still happens. Sometimes I feel jealous or career envy or whatever. But really when it came down to writing the book, my goal, my measure of success was whether I could finish one, whether I could finish one. Right? So what do you want to achieve? 
what do you do in your life that brings meaning or that gives you a sense of accomplishment? Those are where your success can be defined. If you want to lose weight or write a book or raise a good kid or travel to all the continents or visit every state, are those part of your definition of success? And if so, what steps can you take to move toward that? I think really thinking about success requires a more holistic view, right? A lifestyle. I don't want to just have a career. I want to have a lifestyle that is fulfilling and productive and joyful and interesting. I want to have meaning. I want to have richness in my life. And I want to have enough money to have some stability. And I want to have good health enough so that I can do what I want. So those things, in many ways, I can influence. And when I do, when I have a, uh, when I eat well, or I publish a book, or write the book, when I save money for my retirement, then I'm meeting my own conditions of success. Now, from the outside in, people might look at me and say, oh, wow, she's never had a bestseller. Her career is not very good. That's fine. But in my mind, on my terms, on the things that matter to me, I'm meeting my own definition of success. Each of us define success in a unique way. And thank goodness we can do that. We don't have to compare ourselves to some model or standard of people that we don't know, that we just see on TV, right? Because we are unique individuals with specialized talents and feelings and abilities and people in our lives. What I'm talking about is creating a successful life according to your standards, according to what matters to you. And I'll create a successful life. That's what I'm working toward, at least, according to my standards. Now, what does that mean? That means I celebrate everything. I've talked about it here on the show, right? When I got a book idea, I celebrated that before I'd even written the book. When I sold the book to a publisher, I celebrated that. When I, and that took two years. So that was a fun celebration. I kept after it that long. And after more than 50 rejections, I finally sold my first book. When I started writing the book, I celebrated that because what the heck was I doing on that first book? I didn't know how to write a book. But when I got through my first day with a chapter finished, that was a successful day for me. It's something I'd always wanted to do. Start writing my own book. Right? When I finished writing that book long before anybody had ever seen it, I celebrated that alone at my desk. Gave myself a little Tiger Woods fist bump. <laughs> The whole bit. Small wins, incremental progress helps us achieve our big goals. We have to mark the moments of our lives as we go. Celebrate everything as a mark of success when you are living on purpose, when you are living according to your own definition of success. Relish everything you get. Enjoy it. Life is to be enjoyed. And as part of that, too, it means accepting the failures, right? There have been many in my life. And that's part of it because, again, 
In my definition, failing does not make me unsuccessful. It makes me not having reached my goal yet. Right? We're going to miss a lot of times. We're going to make a lot of mistakes. That is not unsuccessful. In fact, one of my definitions, part of my definition for my own success is that I want to engage in life. I want to live with curiosity and uh, take some risks. I want to move outside of my comfort zone. My risks are going to look different than yours. I will tell you right now, I'm not jumping out of a plane, not climbing any mountains, but I'm taking a lot of creative risks that could uh, mean a change to our bottom line. It could mean I don't write more books. It could mean all kinds of things. But that's a measure of my success. And in the process of taking those risks, a lot of them aren't going to work out. So does that make me a failure? No. It means I'm living a successful life as per my definition. And that ability and willingness to accept those failures helps me continue to grow and express myself and get better and be curious and meet new people and learn new things which is part of creating a successful life, I think, right? Research out of Harvard University shows that most successful people, those who do well in business, view themselves as successful, again, which is a marker of success, right? Do you view yourself as successful? And those who are also deemed to be successful by others also are better at the soft skills. What does that mean? It means they're cooperative. They get along well with others. They connect deeply in meaningful ways with other people. They are empathetic. They are kind, right? These are the people we want to be with because they make us feel good and safe and inspired. They make us feel better about ourselves. These are good team leaders. These are cooperative members of the team and tribe. They help others, right? So is that surprising then that not only do they feel successful, but we also define them as as successful because people want to work with them. We want to be around that. In the evolutionary tribal days, it was the people who shared and were most cooperative that tended to live the longest. Why? Because people liked them, so they'd help them survive too in really hostile conditions. What we know is kids who don't do well in school can be happy and make loads of money and an important difference in the world when they are cooperative team builders, when they work hard, when they are empathetic and kind. Research tells us that super smart people are often not any happier than people who aren't if they have those soft skills, right? It's the relationships and the cooperation and how we connect to others, not how often we connect necessarily, but how we do it. Are we good listeners? Are we kind? Are we compassionate? Are we empathetic? Are we funny and smart? Bring those soft skills to your definition of success. Because this is one of the only characteristics where not only do we feel more successful ourselves when we're deeply connected with other people, it's good for our biology, it changes the stress hormones in our blood, it changes how we relate in the world, so we feel healthier and happier, 
but it's also perceived from the outside looking in that those people tend to be more successful. And it's because more people want to help them. It's simple, right? You don't want to work with the bully. My, my daughter is now working in a group at school on a, a big team project. And there's a couple of kids in that team that are working really hard. And she's working really hard too. And, and they're really connected. They're helping each other out. The ideas are flowing. And there's a couple of people that aren't doing much at all in the group. They're nice enough people, she said, but they're not doing well in the group. So what's happening? The group doesn't like those two. They're probably great kids. But the group doesn't like those two because they're not pulling their share. You know what I'm talking about here. We've all been in those situations. But I think the important thing to remember is that the definition of success is dependent on how you define it in your life. No one else. Remember, the dictionary definition of success is simple in general. Dictionary defines success as the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. So simply start today by deciding what success means to you. What is your aim? What is your purpose? How do you want to live in your life? For me, I want meaning. I want love. I want joy. I want to make a difference in the world, a positive difference in the world. I want to express myself creatively and write books I want to have a stable income so that I can do the things I want to do and give to the people and causes I care about. Mostly, when it's all said and done, I want to have fun. I want to have had a good life, one that included a lot of different things and good people and good experiences. And those things are entirely up to me, what I do and how I think about what I do. And that's why right now I feel like I'm a success. Because while I make plenty of mistakes and more people out there on the planet are making much more money than me, they're thinner than I am, they're living in bigger houses with fancy cars, I'm meeting my own definition of success. Simply start today by creating your own definition. What does success look like for you? Success doesn't have to be about what other people tell you, how they define you. You get to define it for yourself. Now let's go do that. Because when we write our own definition, when we create our own story of success, we become the heroes in our own life. And that will help us all live well, do good and be happy. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed.
Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An Electric Cast production. See you there.